Hello, this is Tony Lloyd. Being a broadcaster for many years, I've witnessed some great stories in the music industry. And now I want to bring as many music stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. My goal is that they will inspire others making their way in the music world. Music Stories with Tony Lloyd. John Craig, welcome to Music Stories. Thank you so much for talking to me. How are you? I'm fine, thanks, and thank you for having me on the show, Tony. No worries. Now, you run an organisation called the Forge Music Group. Tell me what that does. Well, basically, the Forge Music Group is the official business. Um, and what we do is, is we have various different divisions, one of which is the Forge AMP, which was my original thing, which I started as a hobby before I made this my business. And that's artist management and promotion. I then have Forge Ahead Initiative, which is a young band mentoring program of which we take on bands for a year, young bands. Um, we don't charge them for it. We just try and help them along and avoid the pitfalls. We have um, various other things, but the, the other main one is the promotions arm, which is the is um, obviously the Forge Music Group live events, where we set up gigs, um, full day festivals, all um, weekend festivals. So we set them up, we run them, put them together and run them. So yeah, I'm steeped in it, and I also do a radio show on Scotland Rocks Radio, and I, I show very similar to this on YouTube as well, trying to help um, young musicians, young our new bands to avoid the pitfalls again of the music industry, oh. which is, as you know, is no easy thing to do. No, that's right. Everybody struggles. I mean, everybody I talk to for music stories, whatever level they're at, uh, all struggle at some point. Um, you know, it's just the nature of the industry, isn't it? It certainly is. I mean, I, back in the late 70s and all the way through the 80s when I lived in Scotland, and I live in Merseyside, um, but when I lived in Scotland, I used to sing with rock bands or metal bands and you know it was a different kettle of fish then I just did it purely as a hobby and to show off occasionally um I then went away from music and I always loved music but I never was involved in it and then in 2018 uh, I found a, an old drummer of mine was living in Manchester and he had a band and I thought they were pretty cool they were quite good um and they seemed to be struggling to get gigs so he said to me um do you fancy trying to help us well i thought i could just apply my usual business and sales and marketing perspective on it i then came into the music world and it took me about 18 months to realize that a lot of what i knew does just doesn't apply because there's there's two different types as well there's a few more than two but there's two sides that is in the music industry that i'm in there seems to be a lot of amateurs well-meaning but not necessarily um great at what they do Mm -hmm. And then there's the ones who do know what they're doing, but they're probably the ones that are most more than likely doing it for the wrong reasons. So I was trying to find that line in between, really. Yeah, sure. And what sort of bands do you uh, do you manage? Uh, is it all rock bands or are they soul bands? No, I don't. Um, to be honest with you, I started off and it was nearly all classic rock or metal. But over a period of time, um, I found that some of the bands just, didn't want to do what I wanted to do. Um, you know, they were, they were quite hard. It wasn't really, once I went full time, which was two, which was April 2020, that's when I went full time doing this. I then had to focus on something else, which was obviously the bands that were more serious about it. So um, I've ended up with a mixture of rock bands, classic rock bands, alternative rock bands, a couple of metal, um, but I've also got some country rock 
um, and Southern rock as well. So it's all the kind of music I like. The only thing I don't have yet that I do love is pop punk, but I'm working on that one. <laughs> okay, only pop punk. Pop, oh, I can't say it. Pop, pop rock. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I prefer pop punk. Pop so, punk. Like green, so like Green Day and that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I like, I like a bit of Green Day. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so, I mean, most of what I like, I tend to work with artists, music that I like, and I like any, mm. just like my radio show, I play music that has to have mainly guitars mm. and be melodic. So as long as it's that, then I'm quite happy with it. And obviously the singers. If I, if I don't like the singer, then that's voice, then that's that. I, I just can't work with them. <laughs> that, I can understand that. Tell me about this mentoring you do for young bands. What advice do you give, generally speaking, to young bands trying to make it? Well, the Forge Ahead Initiative came out of I was looking in early 2020, and this was pre-COVID, before we really knew much about it. In fact, it was end of 2019, and I just felt like I, I wanted to work with the younger end bands to try and help. Because I, I saw that I was learning lots, and I was thinking, well, how do we share that? So it was various different ways. So we initially signed up 10 bands, which we were launching in June 2021, and running up until June 2022. So we had 10 bands, now down to nine bands. At one point, we actually had more than that because we kept finding more young bands that we thought were, were brilliant. But a couple of them, luckily, got signed to record labels. Wow. So as soon as they were signed, we we moved on because we, we've done our bit. And what we usually find is record labels not want to put their own management in or they have their own people they work with. So it was fine. Mm. you know. And that's what it's all been about. And we've had a mixture of bands. We've had some sort of like more metal. We've had some, we've got one that's, purely a southern rock, country rock, and all points in between. So what we try and do is we use our name, our connections to, and also I found a, a plethora of people in the industry that really bought into the concept and wanted to help because they realised that there was a glass ceiling and that what we were trying to do there was nothing in it for us, really, other than our own passion. You know, we don't charge the bands or anything like that. There's no hidden costs. There's nothing like that. So we've been running it now um, for coming up in a year. And then we're just currently looking now for the next tranche for the following year. Um, and we, we'll keep doing it as long as we can because we, we know that there's always going to be a need for it. Uh, it's as simple as that. But basically, we take them and we manage them, really. So we use our management. What, what we know, we teach them. Um, we keep them away from the sharks. They're always circling as much as possible. We get them gigs. You know, we help them with how they present themselves, all the PR, the marketing side of things. Mm. Um, and, you know, bear in mind that we were in the midst, you know, last year wasn't the easiest year for anybody. We're really happy, generally speaking, with how it went. We're just tweaking it slightly this year because at the uh, because in the second, third and fourth of June, we have a, a weekend festival where all of the Forge Ahead Initiative bands play it and we bring in some better known, bigger bands to, to play with them as well. So it's kind of like the passing out parade, if you like, uh-huh. using military parlance. Uh, and then we then we bring in the new tranche uh, straight after it and then we'll run that for a year. So we're kind of changing it slightly, but there's a definite need for it. And, and most of the bands that we worked with have been picked up for major festivals, major rock and metal festivals this year. They've done a lot of gigs, have brought a lot of music out and a lot of plays on radio, raised their profile. So, yeah, we're really happy with it. That's great. And um, you mentioned that it's, it doesn't cost the band anything. It's free for them to be mentored for you by a year. So how do you make that work as a business? 
Um, basically, there's two of us that run it. Um, I've got Tina Sherwood who runs it on a day-to-day basis and I oversee it. So we don't really have, it's, it's just, if you like, what we do is we use our, our leisure time, if we have such a thing, mm. and we use it that way. You know, so I, I do the Forge AMP, the Forge Music Group stuff out with that. And I do that in the office hours and at night. So the, it doesn't really cost us a lot to do it. Oh. Um, so we've not really um, looked for ways to, probably stupidly, but what I wanted to do was we wanted to get it to the stage where we were happy with how it was before we started to look at potential financing it, et cetera. Um, and next year, what I want to do is I want to take it into education. So that could be where we can start getting some funding mm. in mm. Um, because we believe, or I believe that, and Tina does as well, sorry, that that's the way to go. The problem with the, with the rock metal market is the average age of the people that go to the gigs are kind of my age. Really? You know, and well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can go to those gigs, and I won't, and I won't stand out because I'll be the everybody around me will be at least my age and maybe more, and and that's the problem. It's too small a market, and we're not reaching out to young people. And that's what started really my thought process was how do we attract more young people into the music scenes that I love, mm. and that was quite to me. That was find the find the peers who already know about that music are performing it, and then put the two together. So. I think that's the only thing I would say that this year we've been a bit disappointed with because COVID really stopped a lot of that. And although our bands were playing to lots of gigs, they were still playing to older people. This is why we're going to go into education. Mm -hmm. So if we can go into colleges and schools and talk about the opportunities within the music industry and all the various aspects of it, show them what the music is, show them what the bands are, get the people that's in the bands to come and talk to them as well, Mm -hmm. then it's going to introduce them to the scene and maybe even inspire them to go and do it themselves, which is what, you know, you and I grew up at a time where when we were young, we could see it in TV. We knew what a rock band looked like, a metal band looked like. We had the old grey whistle test and then the tube and all that later. Where do they see it now? And if they go on TikTok, all they get is the kind of music that we and that's played in the radio that isn't our scene really. Um, so it's really a case of trying to square the circle and have a 360 degree approach to it and just sort of like attack at all levels to bring it in because I don't feel that many people are doing that. Sounds like a wonderful opportunity to uh, for young people who want to get into music, you know, to come to you and uh, have all that experience and advice uh, given to them. Well, we, we certainly try. And, um, you know, we've got some people that run festivals that bought into this as well, and put our bands on in them and, you know, paid the bands to play and gave them a great opportunity mm. because they see the same thing. Um, in fact, I was pl- I'm planning to do a, a next-gen rock sort of thing next year as well which will be about doing that at gigs um, and festivals and giving young people an area to come into, which is primarily their own, where they'll see their own age groups. And if, they, if they're interested in finding out how to be a presenter, we'll have presenters there, photographers, photographers there, videographers, and, and really make it a scene. Um, mm. And I think that's the kind of approach it really needs, rather than I think our, my scene is very much a case of we keep thinking if we do the same thing as we've always done, that the rest of the world will wake up and smell the coffee. Well, <laughs> the, the world's changed. Mm. You know, I, I went to a gig in last Sunday in Liverpool, afternoon gig, so two o'clock to half four, three young acts on, so a pop punkish. 
Um, place was rammed with, ke- with kids from 16 year old up to 24, mostly female, and yet it was pop rock, eh, pop punk, which is not new. But the thing was, is it was relevant because they were singing about stuff that meant something to the people listening to it. They were talking about things that they were passionate about, which is not, and I think what's wrong in a lot of cases with rock is that as we, <laughs> we might, be, some of these kids might be 20 or 20, 22 year old, but because they were into, because they're, the bands they were into were in the 70s, they're still singing about the same stuff they were doing. And I'm like, well, how is that relevant? Who do you, the only people you're going to attract are 60 year olds and 70 year olds, you know? Yeah. And it's just, it's just trying to, I always look at it from my sales side, which is what, is the problem and how can we fix it and that to me is the problem that nobody knows about our scene um, mm. and it's not big enough mm. and we need to do something about that and once we do that then the bands will all benefit yeah wise words it's been fascinating talking to you john incredible i wish you well especially with the mentoring uh which sounds uh, such a good thing to do for people um i'm sure you'll be in demand as well and we'll put your website uh, with a text on this podcast as well. Uh, anything you'd like to say to anybody listening to this or music stories to give them any encouragement in the music business? I think, you know, I may have, um, I may make it sound like it's not enjoyable. It's totally enjoyable. All I'm trying to do is, is make it even more so. And mm. if, especially I would say this to the parents and grandparents, if you've got your sons, daughters, granddaughters, grandsons showing an interest in music. Encourage them. Don't discourage them. Don't make it look, don't make them think that it's a bad thing to do. And uh, if you're already into the kind of music that I'm into, let them hear it. Let them hear it loud. Encourage them. Um, for any youngsters less, that may be listening to this, do it. Come along. And if any of you are in, or musicians are in a band and you need any help at all, by all means, reach out to me. I'm on all the social media platforms, uh, Forge JMP or the Forge Music Group. Um, I'm more than happy to help you, even if it's just giving you advice. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, John. Lovely to talk to you, and good luck with the Forge Music Group and the mentoring as well. Thank you for talking to me on Music Stories. Thanks very much, Tony, and thanks for the opportunity to do so. Music Stories is a free podcast with no fees paid to contributors in the hope that it'll help and inspire others in the music industry. Get in touch if you've got a story to tell. If you would like a professional podcast made or would like training so you can do it yourself, I can help. Go to TonyLloydRadio.com Music Stories with Tony Lloyd.